Welcome home. This is Audio XP for the 7th of September 2019, and the title of this episode is We Encounter Attack Lawyers and Tieflings. In a world rich with hour-long podcasts, here you are, picking one that lasts for 10 minutes or so and covers Geek Native's highlights. Good on you. We are about to chat about a handful of RPGs and other geeky headlines, with a touch of opinion and observation thrown in. Let's talk about tieflings first. How do you pronounce the name tiefling? I see three options, but if there are more, let me know. The three we have are tiefling, tiefling, or tiefling. If you care, then it's worth voting on Geek Nita's poll, as the answer has swung around quite a bit since we lost it this week. Right now, though, Tiefling has a commanding lead. Is that what you use? Does it matter? The fact that the race has different names in different parts of your game world could add some flavour. I'm now thinking of Studio Agate's new 5e setting, Fateforge. That setting doesn't rename Tieflings, although it gives them a spooky atmosphere, but it does rename other playable races, and I think it works really well. Do you know any other 5e settings that do something similar? Anyway, let's loop back to those attack lawyers. Diamond Comic Distributors won't be distributing the Sumerian Queen of the Black Coast comic book. Now, they're the dominant crush-you-in-a-fight comic book distributor, and so their decision matters. The problem? Well, some of these Robert E. Howard Conan stories are now in public domain. The parties involved in this dispute are not commenting, but I think the suggestion is that the comic book contents are in or are drawn from those public domain aspects of the Barbarian. However, Conan Properties International sold rights to Marvel, and the result? Attack lawyers. Spoil sports. It's almost as bad as the cops who turned up to protect an IKEA in Scotland. What were they worried about? A horde of rampaging orcs? Nope. Nothing as dramatic. Just a few thousand Scottish kids who wanted to play hide-and-seek in the store. It turns out that IKEA has banned all LARPs and similar live games since 2015. Have you ever succumbed to the temptation to hide in an IKEA store? Again, let us know over at Geek Native. Also on the Spoilsport radar, although not deliberate, is Asmodee UK, who have warned that the Keyforge store championship kits won't be ready. Keyforge is a fantasy flight living card game. And in the case of this delay, it's pretty straightforward. The bonuses and loot you might have hoped for for taking part in the in-store championships next week won't be ready. Asmodee cites production delays. Whereas Keyforge has been delayed, there's an RPG that's hit the shelves that nobody was expecting. It's been a well-kept secret. What RPG are we talking about? We're talking about the Tingleverse from Chuck Tingle. I'll admit that I'd heard the name Chuck Tingle before, but I wasn't aware of his particular area of expertise. What is his area? The butt, mostly. Tingle stories have featured gay dinosaur boyfriends, gay unicorn boyfriends and gay big boyfriends, to name a few erotic romances. His books have long and fanciful titles that often seem to stray down to the butt. The most famous Tingle-named book, though, didn't get written and is a collaboration between Patrick Rothfuss, Neil Gaiman and Tingle. As a potential sequel to A Wise Man's Fear, the authors suggested A Wise Man's Butt. You could tell he was wise because he had a beard. There is no delay on the Tingleverse. If this is the RPG your life needs, then the news is good as you can buy it right now. 
If romances with manly aliens aren't your sort of testosterone, then what about Justice Velocity? This is a role-playing game from Polyhedra Games that's inspired by the likes of the Fast and the Furious. There's soon to be a Justice Velocity quick start. This means you can check out the game without splashing any cash. You can decide whether or not high-speed car chases, fights with a, a Jeff Buzos in mecha armor, and martial art contests in a hidden dockside warehouse is your thing, sort of thing. Now, Geek Native was lucky enough to have a first look and an exclusive copy of the Quick Start, and you can read it online in the blog. And you'll find that link in the show notes, or you know, just search Geek Native. If you prefer not to stray too far from D and D then the growing playtest from Wizards of the Coast uh, might interest you. In an earlier audio XP, we talked briefly about the new monk and barbarian subclasses. The new material adds now subclasses for the sorcerer and one for the warlock. Both have Lovecraftian themes. They introduce deals with alien minds, summon tentacles and even psionics. Now, previous Wizards of the Coast playtests became official via settings books. The Artificer class, for example, became official in Eberron. This is purely speculation, but the new aberrant mind sorcerer and the lurker in the deep warlock made me think of Dark Sun. We've not seen a Dark Sun for 5e setting, but it would be nice. Lastly, let's give a quick mention to the Hurricane Dorian sale from Fat Goblin Games. Geek Native can't cover all the sales that pop up on Drive Through RPG, but two things make this sale from Fat Goblins stand out. Firstly, this is an emergency sale due to Hurricane Dorn and other life events affecting the publisher now. Secondly, Fat Goblin Games are the publisher in Geek Native's publisher spotlight this month. How could I not mention the sale? Need cheap art? Perhaps you're looking for backgrounds for a virtual tabletop? Then this is a sale worth investigating. The good thing about using correctly licensed art from publishers like Fag Open Games is that it's legal. Staying legal is the best way to avoid encounters with those scary attack lawyers. Thanks for listening, especially our patron supporters, and I'll see you next week.